Slug, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And with me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Paula Kid. What is up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> well, is, there, is everybody okay? Is what's this going a, on, buddy? Is this a surprise podcast? I feel like <laughs> I feel like we weren't just speaking for ten minutes before we pressed record. All right, hey, you could get these guys' picks every single day on extrapoints.com. Also, hit us up at the Extra Points Arcade, extrapoints.com/arcade. Our college pick'em winner was Jonathan Hart, twelve out of fourteen. NFL prop quiz winner Con Guven, seven out of ten. Uh, NFL pick'em. Four entries going to a tiebreaker. 11 wins each. Alex Fisher, Luke Pazdernick, Zachary Human, and Bryce Hartzell. Yes, all could be winners or are winners. They'll be getting a prize in the mail if they gave an address. Otherwise, they're going to have to come pick it up. Uh, Harry, a guy named Josh Gagnon shares the same last name as you, <laughs> and he won a couple weeks ago. He won, the, I believe it was the NFL um, pick them contest. And he writes, uh, he, he heard us mention your last name and his last name. And we wondered maybe you guys are related. And he says, I know it was a throwaway comment at the end of the pod, but I'm in for 23 and me with Harry. If he is, please don't let us be related. Thanks for all the free fun fellas. So there you go. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I checked, <laughs> I checked out Josh and uh, he's got like six followers on Twitter, but you know what? Oh, I follow Harry. him because uh, we got to, uh, we got to, uh, this gag, gag got to stick together. I, I agree with that. And also, uh, Mikey Meatballs and I were looking at it today. It really does look like he could be part of your family. You know? Well, does I, he was, have I don't six know if you saw his profile sell? picture. <laughs> we, well, we only saw only saw his misshapen head. Okay. Sorry, Josh. But in, in the profile picture, it looks that way. It looks like um, he, oh. he could be your father, been, which opened I've up been, a whole other discussion in the office. I've been... <laughs> Jerk. Uh, I, I, I've been told uh, <laughs> by many people, including a lot of women, misshapen that, that I have a perfectly shaped head. What? So, you no, know, I've been told. I've been told that by many people, many women, women who many feel bad women. for you. <laughs> what, bl blind women. What are you out of? What are you talking about? I don't know what's no. going on. Harry, where are you right now? I'm looking at your Zoom uh, right now. And it looks like you're in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. That's right. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, got Got sort of a uh, helping out uh, our pal here. It's a weed convention in town. So uh, I'm here, baby. <laughs> don't even, don't even. I mean, come on. Come on. This is stupid at this point. Well, uh, I want to know about your, um, what, you played roulette? You said you were down, you hit? I played, I was down a thousand. Uh, oh, hit, good. Uh, hit number, uh, what was it, Brian? 20, 25 with a. Uh, Brian, what was it? 3,000 miles away, Brian. Help us out. What, what, what well, was the he number was, he hit? He was, sending, he was sending me pictures all day. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, okay. I I got a picture. Yeah, it was like every every six minutes. And, and now we know that's why he sends pictures that. because he can't remember himself and he needs uh, a <laughs> no, he needs verification. <laughs> he looked right. like he looked like he did well though. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, keep it up, Harry. Uh, bring back some money. chips here all over the place. Oh baby. wow! Interesting. Yeah. Very good. All right. You're definitely not losing those. Know. Hey, Cleveland Browns, Thursday night. Let's do this. I'm going for a streak on Fox uh, NFL Thursday for 12 in a row. This is just Moneyline winners, which would have paid 155 to one if you parlayed it. I know. I'm sick of hearing myself say <laughs> it, too. So uh, maybe I'll lose this week. I have a decent chance to lose. I'm not telling you who I'm picking just yet. But this line, fellas, yeah. it was Browns before these teams played last weekend. 
the look-ahead line was Browns minus six over the Broncos. Then Baker gets hurt. Chubb is hurt. Chubb didn't even play last week. Anyway, uh, Hunt is out. They have linemen out. Mess, Odell, you know, right? And then on the other side, Bridgewater's got a bum foot. This is not, I'm not promoting this game very well for uh, my network, but it went down to Browns minus three. I think they figured that Baker wouldn't play. And then it was announced that Case Keenum is replacing Baker. And so now this is a one and a half point spread. The Browns are still favored. And the over-under has gone down to 41 and a half. Now I have to pass Parlay Kid yeah. uh, for now. Now tune in tonight. You'll see if I get 12 in a row. But why don't you pick the game? Which way are you leaning? Yeah, I don't love the fact that this this line, but I, I guess it's to be expected um, with mm-hmm. everybody that the Browns have out. So, Sal, I'm just going to take the Broncos money line here uh, to win this game outright. Um, yeah, look, I just don't know if the Browns have enough to compete right now. Uh, they, they basically have a all their backups at the skill positions are not available. And the Broncos, one thing I know, their defense is still a top five defense. Uh, they don't allow a lot of points. And their defense kind of feasts on bad offenses. And I think right now that's what you're mm-hmm. looking at with this Browns offense. It's a pretty lousy offense. Not only are they missing skill guys, they're missing guys on the line. They're going to have a tough time. Von Miller has promised, promised a very big game. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. He promised more than that. He said he was going to kill the tackle. He didn't even know the guy's name who he's playing. <laughs> yeah, against, so so I don't think more than promise. So he's going to come. Look, I, right. Look, he's a man of his word. Right. So uh, I, I think he's going <laughs> to see come a out tonight, get a couple sacks. I don't And look. Bridgewater is good on the road as well. He somehow mm-hmm. plays well on the road. His numbers are they look better than the way he's played, I guess. So those first three games, he was able to really inflate his stats a little bit. But he could do enough, and the Broncos technically, on paper, have enough offensive weapons to score enough points against the Browns' offense that really shouldn't put up more than 17 to 20 points in this game. Let's Uh take the Broncos straight up here, Sal, to win this one. All right. Brother Bri, you agree these Broncos played your Raiders last week, and they couldn't look worse offensively, couldn't put it together. I know uh, Bridgewater... What do you have? Like four turnovers? I know. He, I think he fumbled once. He had three interceptions, I believe. Yeah. But but you like him uh, just the same to bounce back here? Yeah, I think they bounced back. Yeah, they looked they looked awful. But you know, I'm I'm kind of sick of both these teams already. I'm, you know, I've always been sick of the Broncos, but I'm really yeah. disappointed in how the Browns have played the last few weeks, especially because they cost me so much money. So this might be an angry bet uh, for me. But like you said, dealing with a ton of injuries now. You got Keenum starting. You got Johnson at running back. Beckham's banged up. You know, Conklin and Willis, I don't know if they're playing or not. They're questionable, but it doesn't necessarily look good on the short week. But like Parley Kid was saying, I think if there's one thing you can trust in this matchup, it's probably the Broncos' defense. Although they struggled a little bit recently, I think this this Browns off. It's funny, right? This Browns team is going to look like a, this, a team from like three or four years ago, right? Right. One of those old shitty Browns teams. Um, you but, actually you know, said, Brother Bri, you said Case Keenum is is um, Baker with the smaller shoulder pads, right? Yeah, exactly. Without the like rib pads, you know, that right. makes them look uh, like 20 pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but most disappointing, I would say, about the Browns in the last two games is how poor their defense has been. Uh, they've been they've been guys wide open all over the field. They've had some big penalties. They just haven't, it, you know, it seemed like they couldn't get stops in either of those games. So I think Teddy Two Gloves makes a few plays. Um, and the the Broncos win this one. 
I think we had the Browns penciled into the playoffs and potentially even winning that division. But Harry, you want to guess what the time infatuated with these over-unders and you can catch them all at Fandle.com. Get all your action in Fandle.com slash against all odds. Harry, over-under wins for the Broncos. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say right now. uh, Yeah, right now. Seven. Eight and a half. Wow. Still eight and a half. And Cleveland? Eight and a half. No, 10 and a half. Are you just going to say what I say? No, 10 and a half. <laughs> 10 and a wow. half for Cleveland. Brian, Wait, you want to go crazy. under. They're not well, going 11 and It was six. 11 and a half. I, I took, I t- when we did the over. Half, right, Brian? Yeah, when we did the over-under in the beginning of the year, I took the under on the Browns. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, seems, that's high. That's high. Shit. You can go 11 and, they and six. Played the, the and they haven't played the Ravens yet either, right? Even if they win this game, right? 11 and six seems uh, daunting. All right. Uh, but Harry, you're going against the grain. I mean, you're going against us. You're taking the favored for now, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I still have faith in Cleveland. I'm not giving up on them yet. Uh, even with Case Keenum in there, I, I think he can manage a game well. He's been able to do it in the past. Um, remember, he has led a team to a championship game. Um, one more than Dak Prescott and Tony Romo combined when it was oh, the Vikings. He go. does have an NFC championship game to his record. I think this is the type of game where he is going to have to use Austin Hooper. He's gonna have to find the Joku, short passes, get down the field. They paid they paid uh Hooper. He's the highest paid tight end in the league. They, he had one catch for four yards. Like they gotta use him in the offense a little bit more. And like I said, Najoku's been fantastic so far this season. Um Denver, we we mentioned you guys mentioned the issues that they have, Bridgewater too. I just uh, two losses in a row. I think they've been exploited a bit here. Browns still, I think, overall are a better team. The defense bounces back here, too. Come on, Garrett. Get it going here. Uh, Browns minus 125 on the money line. I'm not going to lay the point and a half here. I'm going to take Browns money line. Can I ask you what the hell him being in the NFC championship game has to do with it? Because he was like slotted in as a replace. That, that, did he win three games to get to the NFC championship? What did he do? Was that, he did something. He was there <laughs> with the Vikings. He beat the Saints. They won seven nothing. He beat the Saints. He beat the Saints. Yeah, they won. <laughs> they were winning seven nothing, and then they, I don't. Did they score the rest of the way? That was a terrible uh, showing. Yeah, he had the he had the pass to Diggs. Come on. Uh, all right, so that's that. Let's go player props here. Minneapolis miracle. I'm going Tim Patrick over 45 and a half yards. He's racked up 344 receiving, averages 57 a game. He's got three touchdowns, 34 targets, 24 25 receptions. They throw him the ball. Broncos ranked 21st in NFL in points scored. They dropped back to pass 59% of the time. They run 41%. I just think it's a good number there at 45 and a half. I like Teddy two gloves to have a decent game. I don't want to tip my hand who I'm picking here, but Tim Patrick over 45 and a half. Harry, there was dozens and dozens of player props out there, but he um, <laughs> needed to piggyback on Tim Patrick over 45 and a half. Go ahead, Harry. Uh, I do. I, I did. And uh, look, our, 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 our pal Jen Piacenti mm-hmm. loves him, too. She, she gave him out earlier in the week in terms of fantasy stats and numbers. Um, he had 65 yards and his only other game before playing Cleveland before. Like you mentioned, Sal, 57 a game. He's ever 65 versus AFC North teams this year. He's played twice in this game. And I think the Brown, Browns have given up over 600 yards uh, last two games, passing 400 to uh, Herbert two weeks ago. So Hurt Patrick, who's been an integral part of this offense, I like him over 45 and a half, just like you. All right, Brian, you want to go Patrick too? Well, let's all yeah. go Patrick over here. <laughs> well, well that was, yeah, I'm busy in Vegas, man. I'm busy. That was funny when you were basically like, yeah, 
maybe you don't want to go with Patrick. And he's like, no, I'm sticking with Patrick. Sticks to his guns. You got to, it's, it's, it's a committed dude. <laughs> Sal, by the way, does Sal look like, does Sal look like John Gruden or am I out of my mind? Oh, come on. Does he look that? Come on a little bit with the what? shirt, the hat, what? Brian. I mean, with the shirt. Why? I have a shirt and a headset on. Is that all you have yeah, to wear? Like a dark hat, shirt? But he wears the boots. And the extra points hat. I could see it. Yeah. The black, the black shirt. I guess the black shirt. <laughs> the black shirt's similar. To Gruden Guys, you're on notice. If you, if you wear a black shirt, you're going to be compared to John Gruden. <laughs> Just know it now. <laughs> all right, Brian. I wear an orange shirt. I got compared to a pumpkin, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. The great pumpkin. <laughs> Brian, you like Johnson under 58 and a half. Yeah, right? I, like, I like Johnson under 58 and a half. The Broncos are currently top five in the league against the run. Um, they're only giving up 3.7 yards per carry and 86 yards per game. Although I know it was weird. They did struggle against Pittsburgh against the run. But um, Johnson, you know, to go over, he's probably going to need to get, I think, somewhere like 15 carries to go over this number. You know, mm -hmm. how long will they stick to stick with him? Uh, granted, he's been with the strong backfield for years, but he's has 40 carries in three seasons. So will they give mm -hmm. him a huge workload? I doubt it. You still have Felton who could get some carries. Or I'm sure they're going to want to get Felton the ball a bunch. You know, maybe the guy, Kel you know, Kelly, who they brought in could get a few carries. So if he only gets well, listen to these names, it's a Johnson, <laughs> Felton, Kelly. My God, this is old, old, school, old school Browns, man. It really old is. Browns. It really so is. If he gets 12 to 14 carries, I think this, you know, I think this goes under against the against a good run defense here. You're right. But I mean, this is basically Alex Shiner's Browns we're looking at right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Parlay kid. Parlay kid. You like some <laughs> offense out of two gloves. Well. I, I do, Sal. I, you know, I love this prop um, quarterback to get over one and a half mm -hmm. touchdown passes, especially in a game like this one. Bridgewater is a plus 134 to go over one and a half touchdown passes. He has accomplished this in four out of his six starts so far this year. The Browns uh, in six games have given up 14 touchdown passes. So really about almost two and a half touchdown passes a game. Against that Browns defense, I think it's a good matchup. I think the Broncos got some receivers here that could, like you said, Patrick and Sutton, Fant, uh, some guys that can really present problems for this Browns secondary. I think Bridgewater goes uh -huh. over this one and a half and uh, at plus 134. I really like this one. Uh, all right. First touchdown reception or run or uh well i guess it has to be a reception or a run who will score the first touchdown in the game we've had some nice luck with these over the last few weeks whether it's the monday or thursday night game i'm going with noah fant at 13 to 1 he's got a touchdown in every other game unfortunately he scored last week so probably this is better for next week but nine receptions big game against the raiders the only one really who had a big game offensively against the raiders the browns are um a little behind the curve and allowing three touchdowns to tight ends. So take that into yeah. account. And I like him. I don't know. He has a little bit of a bum ankle, but uh, he's their go-to guy down low. Three touchdowns again by tight ends against the Browns. No offense. 13 and one. We like tight ends. We like quarterbacks, brother Bry to rush for the first touchdown. You get good odds on that one. Yeah. Teddy two gloves at plus 3,400. Now I know, you know, Teddy's uh, he's, dealing with some injuries, right? Which likely limits him, his mobility, mm -hmm. but he, he can still move if he has to. This, you know, this is a guy who had five rushing touchdowns last season. He has nothing at this point. It's, you know, he's bound to, he's bound to run one in at some point. So I think at 3,400 uh, plus 3,400 is pretty good, pretty good value. And I, I do think um, 
the Browns have given up, I think, three rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks, too. So it's, it's something to look at there. And I think, you know, plus 3,400 uh, caught my eye. There you go. Babyface Joel Solomon, I missed this. Did Harry misspeak about the tight ends or something? What did he say? Uh, I think Hooper was the highest tight, paid tight end for maybe five minutes as guaranteed money. But I mean, Kittle and yeah. Kelsey are the highest paid tight ends. They have to be. Yeah. Yeah. No? Harry says no. Show him your chips, Harry. Show him his boss. There you go. Uh, all right, Harry. T- uh, speaking of tight what do you have for right. first touchdown here? Yeah, speaking of tight ends, Sal, you going fan? I'm going to go, like I mentioned, David Njoku at 19-1. to 1, Having a solid season for Cleveland leads them in the uh, yards rushing. Donovan Peoples-Jones had two touchdowns for the Browns last week, so I think he'll be targeted a little more by Denver Corners. Keenum, uh, like I said, he's going to keep it close, keep it short. Get a, Maybe they get in the red zone early. And uh, Najoku's the guy to look for, I think. Uh, and at 19 to 1, like I said, having a solid season back from injury, I think uh, that's pretty good value. There you go. All right. Now, Parlor Kid did have, truth be told, no offense to score the first touchdown. I was like, hey, listen, let's change it a little bit because, you know, just to give uh, the, the fans some variety. And I asked him and Harry, he, he listened. He did. Good company guy, yeah. Parlor Kid. Yeah, I, I, uh, I actually like this one, though. I, anyway. I responded with a good company guy. Wait, wait, wait. Too, Sal. No, That's good. right. That's right. Good, yeah. company, good company guy or suck up? I don't know. Joel, you want to take that one? I don't know. Who's the suck up? You, you made the same pick as me. I, I, it looks like you're the suck up. I don't know. I got to follow you. You're red hot. What, right. what do you want? Right. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a suck up right now. Good stuff. All right, Paul. Yeah, good. I'm going to take Cortland Sutton at eight to one, Sal. Uh, he scored the last two weeks. He's been targeted 25 times over the last two games. Uh, he's emerging as a top flight receiver, quite frankly. Uh, I think Bridgewater will look for him. He's, he's a very uh, large, imposing figure as uh, as a receiver. I think he can certainly go up and get a ball over any of these uh, Browns defensive backs. I think he looks for he's going to look for him early and often in this game as well. So let's go with let's not you know let's not get too tricky here. Let's keep it simple. As I've said, right. take eight to one, Cortland Sutton first touchdown. All right, FanDuel.com slash against all odds. That's where it's all done. FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every NFL game day. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same game parlay bet with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. How about this same game parlay? I think you like this parlay, kid. Uh, Broncos plus 30 and a half over 36 and a half for the total game. And Sutton, two touchdowns, plus 1374. You like that? I know you like the first touchdown. Uh, yeah. Maybe I, he gets in. You like, you like two gloves to throw two touchdowns. Right. So, so basically, I really just need that second touchdown from Sutton, and this thing wins. That's, uh, that's yeah. how I look at that. I just need that second touchdown. Um, sure. Don't we wish we all had? Well, you need the first one. You need the first one at first. Right. Yeah. yeah I, know well, I know I'm going to get that, Sal. I've, I've hit these touchdown <laughs> yeah. props. You know, yeah, it's these anytime touchdown props. Very I've good. been hitting Very like good, crazy. Good. He's getting one. We just really need to make sure he gets a second one, and that thing is a winner. Yes. Right. Uh, fast payouts as little as two hours. Easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. Same game parlay bets do it. There's no feeling like nailing one if you. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, they're also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet if you prefer mm-hmm. that. Just sign up with promo code against all odds. If your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back site credit. That's promo code against all odds. And now FanDuel is live in Connecticut. Yes, Connecticut. Harry, have you been to uh, Mohegan Sun? You've been to some. Uh, 
I haven't been there. I haven't been there. I haven't been what there. What happened? No. What's ridiculous? What's he doing? No, what's what? ridiculous no, is no. just it's in connect. Can New York get this stuff together, please? Oh, I got I it. Okay. I, I thought you were protesting the Connecticut. Yeah. Um, no, I know. Yeah, yes, we'll New just, York, we'll get it together. We'll take the ferret. We'll take the uh, ferret yeah. over. Yes, we're going to have to. It's great. It's great. Our buddy, our buddy Chris can fire away now, right, Sal? There you go. Yes. That's right. It's right there in Connecticut. Oh, Beautiful. Poor Chris. Play poor your Chris. same game parlays in Connecticut. Ride it out with thousands of other parlays. Yes, same game parlay, an option. Congratulations, Connecticut. Congratulations, Fandle. Hey, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org.chat slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fandle.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia. It's 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, there you go. It's all done at Fandle. Those are our Thursday picks. I uh, like some of these other, what's this called? Um, basically the weekly specials, FanDuel Week 7 specials. Go to that. And here's some, that, I'm going to read uh, four of them to you. Will any Sunday game go to overtime? The yes is minus 120. Patrick Mahomes to complete a 50-yard pass or greater, plus 150. The winning margin in Eagles versus Raiders to be one to six points, plus 150. Taylor Heineke and Aaron Rodgers to combine for 500-plus passing yards, plus 150, all in that same kind of range. Uh, Parley Kid, you like any of those? Yeah, I like, the, uh, I like that passing prop with uh, Heineke and Rodgers. Hmm. Uh, Rodgers hasn't had too many. He's been great, but he hasn't had too many games where he's thrown for tons of yardage. But if you actually add their averages up, I think they it comes out to about mm-hmm. 470 for between the two of them. Right. Uh, I'd roll the dice on an extra thirty yards between them, especially maybe uh, Washington having to play some comeback football. Maybe Heineke goes a little over his uh, normal average, and I think Rodgers is, you know, going to get his yards up here uh, against the Washington secondary that isn't, quite frankly, isn't very good. So I like that at plus one fifty for those guys to combine for over five hundred yards passing. Mm -hmm. There you go, Harry. What do you like for um, any of these? Yeah, I like the Mahomes one, 50-yard pass or greater. Um, Tennessee's defense, 24th versus the pass. They lost Caleb Farley, the first-round pick, in the game against Buffalo. Um, Russell Wilson had two 60-yard passes versus the Titans' defense this season. And the Jets, Zach Wilson, the Jets had two against the Titans. Mm. Corey Davis had one for 53 yards. Keelan Cole had one for 54. So when Jets are ripping off 50-yard passes, Mahomes should be able to do that in his sleep against a Tennessee defense who was up for the task against Buffalo, but I don't know so much about this week against Kansas City. You know, it's fun. It's a fun bet, too, right? It gets free, rolls left, rolls right. You see him sling it. You don't actually see where the ball goes for a second. And also, it could be a 25-yard pass that Tyree Kill turns into right. 53, you know? So that's a fun one, plus 150. I like any Sunday game to go into overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, there's been one every week, I believe. It's two last week, one week five, one week four, one week three, one week two, two in week one, minus one twenty. Now you get there are three fewer games, right? Um, yep. Th- than the first four weeks or five weeks, I guess, because of uh, because there are six by teams. But I like the minus one twenty. Brian, do you like that, or you like your Raiders yeah, no, to win by well, one to six? I, 
I like the overtime one too. So that you know, that's yeah. uh, at minus one twenty. There's been eleven overtime games so far, right? Through mm-hmm. six weeks, which yeah, I think it's one of the second most all time or something like that. So I think those odds are good. The Raiders one to six is a good one too. At plus, if you're getting plus one fifty, yeah. that just seems like it's going to be a close game one way or the other. Right. There you go. All right. So there's all the action. FanDuel.com slash against all odds. Uh, what else do we want to talk? Parley Kid, we're not letting you off the hook with this Aaron Boone thing. I know every oh, yeah. every Yankee fan is out. I don't know any Yankee fans. Aaron Boone's parents or wife or whatever. Maybe she's happy about it, but I don't know one Yankee fan that's uh, cool with this. Well, I'm not outraged over it, Sal. I, I you know, I'm not a okay. I'm not a coach killer, but at the same time, right. Because this, the only way I think he's back is these players are saying, we want Aaron Boone back, right? I think to me, right. that's what it comes down to. The players are conveying that message because that's all Boone has to be, is the good guy, the nice guy. And I believe it's the players that want him back because they don't really get held accountable for a poor play. So they want him mm-hmm. back. I'm not sure I wanted him back. I definitely really didn't want him back, but. It's it's going to come down to the players. If the players want this guy here, they got to play better. That's the bottom line. They got to perform better. If they don't do it, man, I mean, they gave him a three year deal. I, they got they're going to have to cut him loose at some point if they don't uh, win. I, yeah, so I don't know. I think like we said this the other day, Sal. A baseball manager means less in their sport than any other sport. That, as far as I'm concerned. They follow a script. It's interesting. I I, I I think you're right, but in a way, nah, I guess football coaches have to be criticized more. I'm trying to think who's criticized more. Baseball, Matt, I, I don't think, I think you, you could get criticized for a handful of games if you're a lousy team, but then you're a lousy manager, right? But if you're in the playoffs and you get to the eighth inning, just like if you're a football coach and clock management has comes into play, you're screwed because these guys don't know what they're doing. I, I look. I don't disagree. I think. I think a manager has a lot to do with team chemistry, um, and mm-hmm. you know, having to make some tough decisions here or there. I think we'd all. I think the Yankees fans would agree that Boone. Most of the decisions he made this year weren't the correct decisions. Um, mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, he's back. They like him. We got to live with it. You know what? It's good. It's good. You lost to the Red Sox. You don't want to deal with this. Now the Red Sox are down to the Astros. Yeah, three it's, two. I, that series uh, yeah. is swung. I, you, you, you're gonna have a heart attack watching these games. You don't need it. Well, I you guess you know. I guess it was crazy. you know Nevin's Phil Nevin's fault, the third base coach's fault. Right. You know, so yeah. he got rid of him. Yes. Um, let's blame it on him. <laughs> I, I guess it was his fault. Yeah, I wonder if they even replace him at all. Babyface Joel Solomon, you're not happy about this. Uh, as I told you today, I mean, I can't even believe not only is he back, he's got an extension I, and I can't even believe I, there's a potential that I live into my mid forties with Aaron Boone as the manager of this team. It's it's just mid forties. You're 52 years old. What are you talking about? This potential. All right. Well, see, this is right, like every Yankee fan. That's you can't figure out math. Bri, you care too much about this or you want to No, I, I, I don't think he should be back. Um, yeah. Well, but the, part of the thing is we, we talked about like, Parley Kid and I have talked about this before. Like Cashman needs his like yes man, a, a mm-hmm. coach that's going to do whatever he tells him to do and play who he wants to play. Uh, so right. Cashman's pulling the strings. I think Cash, it's about time Cashman's got to be held yep. responsible, and he should not be with this team. I mean, it's been too long. Right. I mean, if George was still around, both of these guys would be fired for oh, sure. Yeah, easily, yeah, for sure. Easily. Uh, all right, let's lighten the mood a little bit. We came up with a bunch of Harry hockey <laughs> names the other day. I mean, actually, it was it was. 
on the heels of you guys did a podcast with your preview 2021, 2022 preview. And then we texted a bunch of hockey names that Harry would have uh, if he were in the league. I don't even know what the hell it is. But anyway, it makes us laugh. And you know what, Harry? I want to commend you. You did the right thing. You stayed out of it. Uh, like nothing less than when you jump in and uh, make fun of yourself. It's uh, like, no, acor- according to Parlay Kid, I know nothing about hockey anyway. So I, that's why I just stayed out. Good, good. Whatever it is, I don't care what motivated it, but you stayed out. And uh, here are some um, names. Uh, Babyface, you could jump in if I miss any. Uh, uh, Mark Andre McFlurry. I think that was. Uh, <laughs> Ah. That, Mike, that was Mike. I think that was Michael. Mikey Meatballs reluctantly threw it. Mikey, in. come on. He, felt, he said he felt bad. <laughs> he wasn't happy about it. Uh, Mike, I live with my bossy. That's <laughs> harkens back to the 80s. It's a great one. I think that was you, uh, babyface. Mike Medizer for Mike Madano, but that, that's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, David Postanek, <laughs> um, Sergey Overfedorov, um, Steve Cross Iserman. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Paul Coughing, I think, was my favorite. Babyface, that was yours. <laughs> and, uh, this might actually be the first, I don't want to jinx it, first podcast Harry hasn't coughed in. Shah Mussolini, <laughs> uh, Mark Messiest, um, Joe, he's never seen his ball, Sackick, uh, Miroslav Satan, <laughs> um, Lanny McDonald's, Bobby Orca. It's a lot. All of right. Things. All right. That's well, all. What, is it enough? I don't know. It was like, there's only like 15 more. Let me get through them. <laughs> Marty, my McBack is sorely. I don't know. All right. <laughs> are there any that I missed, Parley Kid? Do you remember any? No, those are the... Those are the I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> All right. My, Gordy, how is he still alive? <laughs> Did I say Mark Messias? <laughs> Alex Ovechins. I don't know. <laughs> is that enough, babyface? I mean, if we're just going to go through the list, I mean, you had... Uh... Go ahead. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, on my extra points picks, I'm uh, I'm two and zero oh at giving out hockey oh, picks. Uh, God, so what the hell does that have to do with you being fat? <laughs> I don't understand. All right, God, no, I'm kidding. I'm I'm, I'm Tom barely moves his assos. <laughs> Tom uh, Barrasso. Yeah, okay. Igor Lazyana. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Dominic, <laughs> a sick individual. <laughs> If Joel, Joel, I, Joel, I thought you were supposed to be on my side. Joel. This is true. I'm going to Vegas to, uh, tonight. I'm going to hang with him. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right, go go hang with Dennis Pothead. Be all right. You'll find his way. All right. Uh, if hey, if you have any to add, Harry Fat Hockey Names, Cousin Sal Against All Odds at Gmail dot com. Uh, if not, just uh, enjoy what we have to offer. Hit us up. Go to the extra dot com slash arcade. That's the address. We have uh, lots of free games, free prizes. Check it out. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Hopefully I keep the streak alive. 12 in a row. Let's do it. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow with, I think, 10 games, four college, six pro. We're going to go all over them in great detail. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti and Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na